Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, it's Nicole. And Marina. And we're popping in to say that we're launching a product. The Capsule Collab is our curated box with theme collections. Check us out at thecapsulecollab.com and on Instagram at thecapsulecollab. Welcome back to the Gen 20 Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Marina. And today we're chatting about how friendships change over the course of your 20s. First, I want to talk about how hard it has sometimes been to make friends in my 20s. Like, in my early 20s, I had college friends. And then when I moved, like graduated and moved, I moved to New York City where I had a few friends who also moved and I had my brothers. But I made, I would say I made some work friends pretty quickly because the company I worked for was all the same. Like basically we were all the same age. It was basically a fraternity. But when I moved to California, I was in Santa Barbara, which is a weird town. Like it's a great place, but it's kind of got a weird age grouping. And there's a lot of people in their like 30s, 40s, 50s, and they're already established. So when I moved here in my like mid 20s, I had so much trouble making friends because I just didn't, I couldn't meet anyone at my own age. Like most of the people I worked with were in their 50s. And so it's very interesting how making friendships changes from when you're a kid and you just become friends with your neighborhood, the neighborhood kids or people in your class to being an adult. And if you move to a new city, having to start from scratch. What do you think, Nicole? Was it easy to make friends for you? Um, I don't want to say it was hard to make friends, but I definitely think there's a difference in how I made friends in my early 20s versus my later 20s. And I think a lot of that definitely has to do with college, kind of like how you're touching on, like, a lot of the friendships I have now even have come from my college years. And I mean, that basically means we've been friends for like a decade, which I don't want to talk about that. But um, it's yeah, it's like you kind of become friends with people you're taking classes with or, you know, working with in college or living with and things like that. Whereas as you get older, a lot of us are kind of moving around and shuffling like place to place. Like I moved to Seattle in my early 20s and I knew like a couple of people here from college. And I mean, a few years after we moved here, they moved away. And like I started to kind of like branch out and make other friends. But most of those friends weren't even people that I met like in person. They were people that I met online, (laughs) like through like Twitter or Instagram and stuff like that. Like even some people we've had on the podcast, like Tori, um, she DM'd me on Instagram and was like, hey, do you want to get coffee? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Um, and then also Aaron, who's also been on the podcast, we both replied to like the same thread on Twitter. And I just like looked at her Twitter profile and I was like, you know, I like your vibe. And then so I just was like, hey, uh, do you want to get coffee? Which was very brave and bold of me because I think that was like the first person I ever did that to. Um, and she was like, yeah, but we were like instantly friends. Like it was just an instant vibe. And it just, I feel like as you get older, you have to be a little more proactive about your friendships. 
I love that. Yeah. Well, and I think there's something about internet friends that's different than when you like make a friend location based because you and I became friends on the internet and we, we were friends online only for four years before we met three years. And then I like flew and stayed with you and your husband in your studio apartment the first time <laughs> I met you. I was just like, I remember falling asleep on your couch a couple feet away from your bed being like, good night. Yeah, Thanks for hosting so me. <laughs> it was so fun. But I think you look because of the circumstance of how you're meeting when you meet on the internet, the connection's different versus like if you bump into someone, like if you live in a smaller town and you bump into someone regularly, you might end up just starting to hang out, but you might not have the same like connection. Um, it is interesting, but I definitely have noticed because I've moved a bunch, I felt like I didn't want to give up my friends I'd had for so long from childhood and college. And I worked really hard to maintain those friendships. So it felt like I had just only like virtual friends and it was Mm -hmm. hard to figure out how to make new in-person friends, especially when there were not a ton of young people nearby. But friendships, I would say even our friendship has changed in how long? 2013. We met in 2013. So we've been friends for seven years. And I would say our friendship has changed to 10 just in yeah. the, even in the last two years. Yeah. It's definitely, I think, way deeper and more connected now. Like, I, but I feel like that also happened like over time. Like the first time you visited, it was for like two days. Mm-hmm. And then we were both like, okay, cool. Like we can, you know, spend some like, more time together. Right. Like we so don't, then, we still like each other. Yeah. So then I think I went to visit you after that. Mm -hmm. and I want to say that was like I stayed for three days maybe three or four I don't know the the trips got like progressively longer which is like I know it just took time to do that you know yeah now I'm like so if I stay with two weeks is that cool and you're like stay forever yeah I'm like just be like hey I'm coming up it's cool and like I'll be like yeah girl I got your air mattress yeah and I think like as we went through life together too like when you were expecting Phoebe and I came up and or like after you had him and I came up and like I don't know we deepened our friendship yeah and I yeah I think just like going through kind of like the biggest life things that you go through when you hit your mid and later 20s helps deepen friendships because you also I don't know we're not young anymore like we used to be we get tired I don't have the same emotional capacity to maintain friendships that aren't like helping me grow into my the best version of myself. And so I think that changes a lot when you get older, you start realizing like what really matters in a friendship. Mm-hmm. Cause I know I've like, I've talked about this before. Like I've had friendship breakups where it just realized like this isn't a good friendship for either of us, but I wouldn't have been like confident in myself to say at 22, like, Hey, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah, I don't, I totally agree with that. Like, as I get older, it's more like, it's like a no hard feelings kind of thing. It's just like, you know, our vibes aren't the same. We're like not in the same place. We don't have like, you know, similar values or thoughts or goals or whatever. And like, that's fine. Like, it's totally fine for us to be different people. And it's like, you know, you just kind of like move on. And I think it kind of goes along with like toxic relationships a little bit and like identifying those in your life. Um, And just like noticing what friendships you have that you don't 
like you don't feel like you're contributing them to them well or like they're not balanced or like I feel like I had this friend I mean we're still friends now I feel like our friendship has changed a lot but I always felt like I was gonna say something that would make her angry <laughs> and that like I mean I was like you know 19 20 21 and I was just like I don't know how she's going to react to everything, but then I sort of, like, stopped caring, and Mm -hmm. I feel like she became, like, slightly less high-strung, and now we have, like, a very healthy friendship, but it's kind of, like, we kind of grew together, I feel. Yeah, wow, I I relate to that a lot. I definitely have been on that side of, like, walking on eggshells because I don't want to say the wrong thing or do the wrong Mm -hmm. thing, and most of those friendships, I would say, like, eventually we just drifted apart because I was too afraid to like be my authentic self because I was too afraid to like say something wrong and so Mm -hmm. it was never a true friendship because Mm -hmm. I couldn't be myself but it is interesting how like connection can fade or strengthen like my we had Angela on the podcast she's a dear friend of mine from high school who we were really close in high school and kind of drifted apart a little bit in college because we went to different schools and then you know just time passed and I moved across the country and she reached out to me after the pandemic started just because oh she reached out because of the podcast and we started catching up and I was just like oh my gosh how could I have ever let this friendship fade and we've Mm -hmm. reconnected and it's you know it was all circumstantial distance that we stopped kind of talking every day but Mm -hmm. I've always considered a friend and now we're like actively in communication and it's great. Mm-hmm. But I think that's something that changes as you go through your 20s is the the kind of way you communicate with your friends because like you and I, Nicole, we talk every day pretty much, mm-hmm. either texting or FaceTime. But I have other friends who I feel equally close to that I talk to like once a week or once every couple of weeks because mm-hmm. of like distance in life. And so when I was younger, I definitely felt like if we didn't constantly talk and be up to date on everything, that our friendships wouldn't stay strong. Yeah, I think that's a good point, too, because, like, even after I moved um, to the West Coast from the East Coast, like, my friends would come visit me, and, you know, they'd stay for five days a week, whatever, like, however long they felt they wanted to, and I feel like we always had such a good time, like, on those trips and things, and, like, that we weren't talking, like, constantly in between, you know, but, like, the time we spent together was, like, very happily concentrated, Mm -hmm. and I feel like as you get older, you don't need those, like, touch points, like, every single day with, like, every person in your life. Like, you can still have very strong, solid friendships where you talk, like, once every couple of months and, like, you know, keep each other up to date on what's going on and things like that, and it's just, like, that definitely is a big change from, like, your early 20s where I feel like you constantly feel like you have to be in communication. And I mean, I think as we get older, I don't know if it's really just like a generational thing or the fact that like we kind of grew up like at the beginning of like online connection where it was like, you know, MySpace was what we had. (laughs) And like, it's just like a little, it's like a little different, I feel. Because now it's like, I don't feel bad about like putting my phone on silent and like not touching it all night like I don't feel like I need to be checking my phone constantly and like I definitely think we get into these habits where we're like opening the same social media apps every like five seconds but like I don't think that's because we're like oh we need to be connected and see what's going on and things like that we're afraid we're going to be missing out on like what people are posting 
I think it's just like a bad habit that we've developed. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Um, So yeah, I feel like in your early 20s, you have this like need to constantly be like, what is everyone doing? Like, I have to talk to my friends constantly. But as I get older, like, I'm like, I'm not like, oh my God, are they mad at me because they didn't text me today? Like, I don't have that feeling anymore. Yeah. And that was a huge shift when I finally realized like, oh, we can go days or months or weeks without talking and like no one's in a fight. That's like definitely a, a maturation thing. But I will say that with feeling connected to your friends, social media can be kind of tricky because like with Angela, I didn't realize that we weren't talking because we're friends on social media and we engage on each other's social media. And so when we on our first like Skype call that we were catching up, I was I know all the things about her life, but I found out it through a third party social media app. And it was really weird to be like, oh, wait, we haven't talked. Like what else is going on? And I think the pandemic has allowed for certain people to reconnect because we're all kind of, you know, bored in our house, stuck, seeing what people are up to. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of, on one hand, it's kind of a gift of this time where we can reconnect, but we have to be careful that you don't only keep your connection through Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Because then, you know, I always think that relationships of any kind, whether they're like familial, romantic, friendship, platonic, whatever, I think you should work hard at any relationship, but these relationships shouldn't be hard. So you Mm -hmm. you have to put in the work to stay connected or to be a good friend, but it shouldn't be like painful to you. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think, yeah, keeping in touch, like it definitely takes an effort from both sides, like both people in the relationship. Yeah. And I used to be really upset when I'd be the one putting in all the effort. And then I finally was just realizing, hey, I don't have to work so hard. I can let them, you know, it's the hitch, like they come, you go 90, they come 10 from the hitch movie. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I'll go 50. And if they can meet me where they're able to meet me, but I don't have to overextend myself and it's okay. And I think realizing that and having like more understanding and ownership of how you friend can give you a lot of give you a lot of grace that you can then give to yourself Mm -hmm. because friendships are two-way streets yeah yeah I think it can be really unbalanced if you're feeling like you are constantly putting in all the effort and like this person is like never connecting with you and it's just sort of like well I mean do you even want to be my friend like you know like why am I giving so much but getting so little Mm -hmm. in return yeah and I think uh you know, everyone friends differently and we have to let them friend the way they can. But you also have to figure out like what it means to be supported by your friends. Like what is it, what do you need? And like how, what your friends need. So like I had a friend who needed way more that I could give and it turned me into a bad friend because I just started like fearing and avoiding her because I was just like, I can't expand any more emotions. I can't be the supportive friend you need. And I had to say, I had to put boundaries in yeah, to, to make it a safer space for me. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that thing about emotions, like just the thing that you just said, hmm. because I was thinking earlier about a lot of times, like a lot of things have like an, an invisible emotional weight that we carry 
And I think that that's, like, something we don't think about enough, like, whether it's in friendships or, like, other parts of life. But some, like, relationships can be very emotionally exhausting. And at some point, we have to decide whether it's worth it. And, like, I mean, honestly, it's probably not worth it, like, 99.9% of the time um, to carry that, like, emotional burden, really, of, like, what some of these relationships can put on you. And putting those boundaries into place, I think, is, like, something very underspoken about, but very necessary. Yeah, and I think with learning to put boundaries, like, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know we're obsessed with boundaries, rightfully so. But learning to put boundaries on friendships, I think, helps you realize that, like, who is meant to be staying in your life and then helps you realize that, you know, not everyone you meet in life is meant to stay in your life long term. I remember my mom told me this when I was in high school because I had had a friend who didn't, who like clearly didn't want to be friends with me anymore and I could not accept it. And she was just like, Marina, like you're going to have friends come and go. And when someone leaves your life, that just means that it's giving space for the next person who's meant to come in. Because if you think about it, we always learn new things with new relationships, with new friendships, different people. And so, I think some friendships, some relationships have natural courses that run and you get so much out of it, but it's okay that they end. Mm-hmm. And there are certain friends I know I will be friends with for the like for the rest of my breathing days. And then I have other friends who I really adore and I hope we're going to stay friends for a long time, but I can see that t- like distance and circumstance may lessen our connection and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, time and, you know, other responsibilities can pull you apart and things like that. But, I mean, kind of like we were saying earlier, that doesn't mean that, like, you're not necessarily not friends anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's just important to connect with and be there for people, like, not just in their high times, but in their low times as mm-hmm. well. And I think that's one thing that also helps to define a friendship. Definitely. like yeah like I know with you some days I'm like I'm lonely and you just call me and like it's so helpful to me to like feel like you're there you know today I texted you I'm lonely and you said hey I'm driving do you want me to call and I was like no no call me call me when we record (laughs) and it was great because I think it can be hard to admit the low times to friends even if you're lifelong friends because you know we're taught that you know society kind of tells us that like hard emotions are burdensome and you should just be happy and present a happy front which is not true and we're allowed to be sad and the best friendships are the ones that let you be exactly who you are at that point in time Mm -hmm. and I think you know life circumstances can change friendships like when you get married I imagine I have not yet been married but I imagine you know you're going from being single to having a life partner who you're spending all your time with that your availability shifts. Like if you live, if you live alone or with a roommate, you can meet up anytime. But if you are living with a partner, you know, a little bit less flexibility in your schedule. And I would say I've had like at this point, most of my friends are married and our friendships have all changed, but in for the better because they're happy. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I'm lucky to be friends with their partners as well, but those friendships have definitely changed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's, like, natural 
And normal as well, too, because, like, I mean, kind of like you were saying, like, your schedule kind of becomes, like, a little more limited, but I think also kind of like how we kind of say to, like, respect our own routines and boundaries. I think once you're married, like, there's sort of, like, this routine and boundary that you have, and it's very, like, calming for me to, like, follow our same routine every Mm -hmm. night, and I can take a lot of energy that I sometimes don't have to, like, break that routine. Yeah. So that's just, like, another thing I feel like to consider. And that definitely has come with age, too, because I remember, I mean, I've never been a social butterfly in that I love to spend time by myself at home alone. But when I was in my early 20s, I was much more willing to, like, break the routine, meet up for, meet up with friends after work, or be more spontaneous. And now I'm just like, well... It is 7 p.m. I am already in my pajamas. I don't want to have to get re-ready. Like, yeah. So, can we schedule this for next month? Maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. Can this be on a Saturday during the daytime? Yeah. But, or like when people start having families, obviously their time changes. You're, you're like, our friendship has changed since having since you since you had a baby for the better. I love your son and. Mm will steal him from you. No, I won't. <laughs> just wish of it. Um, But, you know, you can't just drop everything and call me because I'm bored because you are feeding your son and things like that. And that's okay. Like, that's a great evolution of friendship is that we're all growing together and I get to watch you become the most amazing mother and I love it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, like, priorities change over time and, like, you know, whether you're married or not or have kids or not, like, your schedule and your needs are changing. And I think it's just important to respect how friendships can kind of come together in new ways as you grow. Absolutely. So to our listeners, if you have a friend that you've been thinking of reaching out to and you just haven't for one reason or or another, we kind of encourage you just to reach out to that person today or tomorrow and just say, hey, thinking of you or you know, anything like that, or just to remember when, just so you know that you're still there for them, even though time has passed. Absolutely. And we would love to hear from you. So shoot us an email or DM us on Instagram. And this has been another episode of the Gen 20 podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And thanks for listening. Please leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.